There's a lot more to hosting a successful business event than simply picking a date and inviting people. For a complete picture of what you need to do, be sure to listen to the rest of this episode with Grant Clarlisle. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today I have Grant Carlisle from the Mountain Agency back with us. Hello, Grant. Hey, Lorraine. Today we're going to talk about events, and it's kind of funny because you and I met at an event, a startup weekend. Yeah, 2010, just south of Indy. You were facilitating. You were amazing to to be in the presence of. You had such a presence up front, and it was a great event. Well, thank you for that, and and I'm blushing. You just can't see it. (laughs) You know, the cool thing is those startup weekend events were really uh, awesome because they brought together a lot of people in the community, and that's really what I want to talk about today is the power of events, especially if they're done correctly. That's right. Events are powerful, and there's so many ways to chop them up, too. Uh, You can do short events for a very specific purpose, uh, short events for an open purpose to find out for some exploration, a medium-sized involved or level event or some big event to commemorate something or just to say, hey, we're here. And you could really even run a matrix over these things. There's all these options Uh, But as you say, putting on the event, just saying here's an event really isn't the end all. It's really the run up to it, the experience during, and then what you do afterwards that uh, makes an event super successful. You and I, as we were talking about today's show, really hit on a couple of points. You know, the first of which is figuring out why you want to do the event and maybe what you want the outcome to be. Right. The, The goal of the event shouldn't be the event. Right. The event itself is a facilitation of some broader goal. And so oftentimes I'll start with that. Uh, if we're putting on an event or if I'm putting on an event for an organization, what is our goal here? Uh, so, for example, a running event might be a goal for a nonprofit to raise some funds about a particular project they have coming up or they've completed a project or built a new building right? Or started a new program and they want to commemorate and they want to let everyone know about it. So again, the goal could be let's raise the funds to start this program or let's commemorate the fact that we've started it and it's ongoing. Well, we can do an, yeah, we can do an event to do that goal. Now, all of a sudden the event makes a lot more sense. We're going to have these posters up from people who are in the program or if it hasn't started yet, Here's the imagery that we'd like you to understand this program to focus on. That's a really good point is that you use the event either at the beginning or the end of a process, but then there's always kind of that next step. If you're using the event to commemorate that you finished a project, it's got to be a setup for the next project. Yeah, right. Yeah, shame on you if you run an event and you don't have a wish list that you're communicating to all the attendees of things you'd like to do in the future. <laughs> you know, I uh, I did a, a conference this summer and we had about 80 people attend and I was really excited because it was the first conference. But in my opening remarks at 
you know, right as the conference was beginning, the very first thing I said was, we hope you have a great time today and that you will mark your calendars and be ready to come back, that that we'll deliver enough value that you'll want to come back next year. So we put Mm. that on the table. Mm -hmm. There you go. You've brought all these people here. You've created this camaraderie for whatever it is you've said this thing's going to be about. They've come. They've put time on their schedule. They've made the drive or they've they've made the walk, whatever it is, to attend and be present. So talking about the thing that you said is going to happen. And then in that same vein, what's going to be happening next? You're creating the serendipity, the opportunity for them to clash with you and get themselves back involved. That self-selection can only happen when you've put the carrot out there. Um, and the events really are a place to do that. So if I'm if I'm a small business, and because so many of our listeners, that's that's who they are, and they're thinking about putting on an event, is there a nice checklist? Maybe a couple of steps that they definitely should keep in mind. So, Lorraine, I mean, I'm, this is what I really want to talk about. So, thinking about doing an event, okay, easy, done. You're going to do an event. The hard part is going to be all the ways you're going to get the things done that you want done. The Do not bog yourself down with dates and tables and seating and a, and a venue. If it makes sense, it makes sense, do it. Pick a date and do it. What, what will get people to that table or that venue or on that date is going to be the things I want to talk about. So say you've started a program and you want to commemorate the program and you want to recognize the people involved – in the planning process, get those people involved. If there has been a nonprofit organization or a printer that's been working with you as a small business or a local other business you've been partnering with, uh, that program has other people involved. Solicit those people to help you do what you know they can do. If that is taking flyers around and putting a stack on the downtown uh, market streets all those businesses just on their desk, have someone go and put flyers out. If you need someone to do online marketing and you want them to send stuff, ask them to do that. If you need someone to make some copy and and write some pieces, have them do that. But you're asking them to do those things. So on the promotion side, that makes a lot of sense as a small business to ask them to go word of mouth, speak about the event and what it's going to be because you've had this awesome program and here's all the successes. Here's the people that have been helped. From the planning standpoint, it's the same thing. If you have someone that's involved, tell them what you want to do. If you have those beneficiaries that the program has helped and benefited, then ask them what you tell them about what you're going to do. We're going to do this event. They're going to say, oh, well, I have an uncle who has these chairs. Oh, I have this great friend who makes these cookies. Can we serve the cookies? Sure we can. And they're going to say, I'll probably get you a discount. I have an aunt and uncle who has this catering company. So all the pieces that you think are going to be super difficult, when you continue to talk to your stakeholders, your board members, and your beneficiaries about it, then the pieces will come together. And that conversation is your job as that small business. You know, that's such a great message. And it's so important because I think so often small businesses and small business owners think they 
they're in it by themselves. They, whether it's an event they're putting on or really anything in their business. And the idea that you step back and look at who can help, who is also going to benefit from the event is, is a great idea. You know, we had six speakers when we did this conference and one of the reasons I picked the people that I did is I knew they each had a good network and they right. could each help promote through their own channels. And uh, Lorraine, it, it sounds like you did. I didn't get to, to go to this conference, but the, the, the point is you, you picked a conference, you picked some people, and then you started executing. So you had to choose an event. You had to choose whether it would be hors d'oeuvres or a sit-down dinner. Mm-hmm or if there was a silent auction or not. And the biggest part of events that I've seen people have trouble with, especially small businesses or small teams or nonprofits where the executive director is maybe also the development director or the ED has a small team of two underneath her. The the point is make the decision and be open to what comes up as you start the planning and as you have the conversations. Making the decision to have the event and do a silent auction and to have some speakers and to maybe do dinner starting there. But then as you progress, being open to what you find out from your board members, from your beneficiaries, from all the people who are going to be involved. If they say, Hey, I have this great opportunity to do a photo booth. Okay. Do a photo booth. Yeah. (laughs) Do that. People are going to offer that to you. Be open to those things. Yes. And so get, getting started by having the conversations with all the people involved, that's really the white space here. You know, that was one of the things that uh, we ran into on the startup weekends way back in the day is there were a couple of companies, local restaurants that wanted to connect to the tech community. They just knew that this was a group of young, very mobile. They were people that would be interested in cheap food. And some of these restaurants would (laughs) donate a ton of food to us um, because they wanted to build that loyalty and that following. And so in collaboration with them, we were able to do some really great things. Right. And nobody went hungry. As a small business, create a a chart or, or a diagram for yourself and lay out the frequency of your events. Do you have online events that you can digitally do every week? Do you have a, a, a short meetup every month? Do you have a big quarterly event for uh, your beneficiaries? And then do you have a big annual gala of some kind? What, what's the frequency of you creating touch points with all the people involved in your organization? Once you've laid out that frequency, you can admit to yourself, here's the amount of work I want to put in if it's this frequent. You know, I want to spend an hour maybe a week at max on doing something and reaching out. And that's fine. All of a sudden, you've created this constraint list of things you are willing to do. And then just start talking to people about what it is you want to do. And they will offer up their services or whatever value they can bring. And you really have something where you can leverage your small business with your clients or what it is you want to put out with potential beneficiaries or potential clients that they're going to be a part of. Awesome. This is really great suggestions. I cannot believe how quickly the time has flown by. Oh, my gosh. 
Grant, we are already. Yeah, we are going to have a link to your website in the show notes. And if people want to catch up with you on social media, where should they go? Yeah, go over to Twitter. My handle's uh, Design Double O Six. It was my computer in my first design class. So Design Zero Zero Six. Awesome. Thanks again. This was wonderful. I had a great time, Lorraine. Thanks. If you enjoyed today's program, if you're looking for more information on events and marketing and planning, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz and look for other episodes of More Than a Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Lorraine Ball, and this has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.